If you ever want to buy one of the plugins you've heard about on the show and you have an account at pluginboutique.com, consider doing it through our affiliate link, which you can find on a4ppodcast.com or in the episode description. It gives us a percentage of the sale so you can support the podcast and you pay the exact same price. Okay, James, I've got a major bit of software news for you. A, a legendary bit of music software has been updated. Have you seen this? I actually, Tim, I haven't seen anything in uh, <laughs> in terms of music software news in the last two weeks because I'm having a bit of an epi. And um, oh man, so I didn't do any preparation for this episode, which is typical the... appetite for production style. Nah, it's not typical. Usually, <laughs> I check all the news and I see what's around and I uh, pick the things that we're going to talk about. And you don't do very much, but this time I, I do zero, mate. I do nothing usually. Yeah, <laughs> this time I've had to bow out, and uh, you've prepared a show for us, so it better not be well, any good. I don't, hey, I wouldn't go that far. I have seen various things have passed themselves in front of my roving news eye, and I'm <laughs> going to present some of them to you now. I would, I'd say they're about six out of ten exciting, I reckon, oh. on the Richter scale. So, you know, prepare, prepare to have your tiny mind blown by this. So, yes... Okay, a legendary bit of music software, James. Have you got any clue what I might be talking Shall I about? Guess what it is. Let's, I mean, let's play a fun game of guessing. Uh, is it acid? No, but you're in the right part of the alphabet. <laughs> uh, oh. Do you want some clues? Is it a tracker it's of some sort? Not even close. It's free. In fact, it's open source. Oh, is it that um, uh, the the Linuxy one? Nah, buddy. Nah, mate. What, uh, Audacity. Yes, it's Audacity, oh. baby. Well done. Congratulations. That's okay. pretty good, actually. That's that like your third guess. So fair play. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. So because because I always go on about how the uh, Audacity. Yeah, it's an okay piece of software, but the interface. <laughs> terrible and uh, well they really else. haven't changed the interface at all basically oh. so uh, yeah yeah but it's now audacity 3 i mean i didn't really realize it was audacity 2 no. i probably did that was probably like 10 years ago though to be fair so uh, yeah audacity is a, a version at 3.0 now buddy wow and how do you know times what the change <laughs> yeah, times have really changed. It looks flipping identical. <laughs> the the main update seems to be that they actually. Do you want to guess while we're playing the guessing game? Uh, yeah. Okay. What would main... you What would you imagine with your mind would be um, the main difference for uh, version three? Have they put a proper mixer in it? You wish, buddy. Um, um, no, no, you're miles away. They have changed the project format it uses. Oh. Uh, it, now uses a .aup3 format, which seems to be kind of like a monolith or whatever. They say in their bump that uh, they used to have a .aup file, .aup files that would coordinate lots of other files, which is, <laughs> and it says, this way of doing things is sometimes called piles of files storage. So yeah, not the most professional, I don't think. But yeah, now it's got like, it's a, a proper thing, which is just one file, which I didn't really realize. So you can share your projects 
mess with other people if you're using Audacity. Like you um, said, Tim, I, that is a shaky uh, entry on the Rector scale. Audacity has new ways of saving projects. Yeah, I'm, hey, yeah, my mind yeah. is blown. Hey, Hey, don't, hey, it's only going to get more exciting from here, mate. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, what else did they've, they have? They've improved the noise gate effect. Ooh. There's a new analyzer. <gasps> and you can label sounds and silences. <gasps> and I know, I know. You can import and export macros. I know it's what you've been waiting Whoa. for. And the other thing is that they fixed over 160 bugs, which seems <laughs> like loads. So, yeah, I know, do, mate. I know. Do you, like, do you like my reactions there? I do. You're like a kind of Jim Henson-style creature, even more than usual. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty... It's like being in the labyrinth, basically. So, yeah, do you think you're going to uh, fork out zero pounds for the new version of Audacity, mate? What yeah, do you reckon? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toll right down to the shops and uh, buy a, box, <laughs> a boxed version. The boxed of version. Well, you really want the special edition, which comes with an Audacity mug, an Audacity <laughs> headband, you know, all the, all the stuff or whatever. That Audacity actually... Wrist exercise. Um, people would buy that. People probably would buy that. It seems like people will buy freaking anything, basically. It seems like too much. Some people have got too much goddamn money on their hands. I don't know where they're getting it from, mate. That's the thing. You you, you don't necessarily... Um, it's harder to support something like Audacity by just giving them cash. You, what you want is to buy some of their merch, like a mug or, or a beach some towel. stickers. Yeah, a beach or towel. Audacity beach bag. towel. Exactly. Oh, imagine Audacity stickers. That'd be cool as fuck. Audacity nail clippers. Let's try and be positive. It's good that there's still a free audio interface. The only reason I haven't been using it recently... Well, I never really use an audio editor too much these days because you can do so much with DAW. But the the main reason I don't really use it anymore is because I've got flipping audition which i only have because i'm now locked into the adobe ecosystem basically or whatever so thank god there's an audio editor out there you don't have to pay a subscription for basically yeah it's 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 good for people it's just one day they're gonna sort that interface out right oh man it's yeah it's pretty bad man i mean it's Um, open source that would be a really good project for any aspiring graphic designer in audio to um vamp up uh, oh god yes please please do it i mean it looks it's real like almost like windows 98 style basically do you mm. know what i mean it's not even not even really xp level we're looking at here basically so yeah why don't we why don't we see if we can get up to windows vista level what do you reckon guys oh. that'd be pretty good right let's have a go <laughs> Okay, would you like some more not-that-interesting music technology news? I am riveted, just like Audacity's uh, uh, Windows 98-style interface. Uh, yes, totally. Now, it seems like... Now, this is... I have. I don't know about this for myself, because they're not really products that I use. But I was doing a bit of poking around the internet. It seems like ImageLine are delisting the VST versions of their plugins. Oh, okay. What? I don't understand why this would be the case. Delisting as in withdrawing from sale. Withdrawing from sale. Hmm. Now, what do you reckon about that, buddy? What's your hot take? I reckon if you pursue a business model where you give people free updates for life, then you're going to get fewer and fewer customers as time goes by, and you're going to have to try harder and harder to get people to buy a full FL Studio license. Mm. And 
you're going to eventually have to do stuff like withdraw from sale or your third-party VSTs, so everyone has to buy FL Studio just to get access to them. I don't like it when this happens, and it happened with Alchemy uh, when Camel got bought by... little company called Apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Apple bought Camel Audio. And also, you can't get Camel Fat anymore, which I never used, but I wanted to get into because everyone bangs on about it so much. Yeah, it's probably some um, preset on, on Logic's like um, like Hammond organ tone wheel settings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's only available to singer songwriters who don't know how to use plugins now. So, yeah, so I think this is annoying. Not that I really use any image line plugins, but it seems to be. Uh, consumer unfriendly practice mm. would you reckon yeah though they are also quite old so it is the kind of age that things may be getting mm. withdrawn from sale anyway you would have thought that people are still occasionally buying them although maybe people just buy them and get upsold to buy fl studio instead get mm. the whole gang i guess one of the other reasons they were doing it is because so many people use fl studio and they, they may say hey you gotta use this patch in Harmore and the other person says ah but I use Ableton and I don't have Harmore and uh, they say you can buy Harmore for $25. Yeah and now they can't use it in Ableton they have to use it in FL Studio Mm. and uh, yeah be an image line convert yeah well yeah I'm not a fan basically it's annoying and I tell you what related related to this James Mm -hmm. I tried to load up Waves Vinyl this week on a project. Uh-huh. Guess what? None of my Waves plugins work anymore. Don't really understand why that is. It, it seems like they just decided to turn them off for me. Uh. I know I know that they don't up you don't get the updates necessarily, but it seemed like they all worked before and now they all don't, and I'm being held hostage. <laughs> and I've I've done the maths, and it's gonna be like £13.50 for one plugin for one year of guaranteed usage, which I'm pretty peeved about. I've got to say, mate, it's, uh, you know, I thought I was getting a great deal when I spunked my 30 quid on a sale plug-in. I thought it was pretty clever, didn't I? You remember those days when I thought it was clever? Hold on a second. Could this be Waves doing some kind of copy protection thing, a bit like you, he do, where after 90 days, you basically got to reinstall, otherwise it's not going to work? No, mate. I've been using these plugins for like three years now. And it says they're not compatible with my version of Mac OS, but I haven't updated that recently. Okay. So I don't know what's going on, and it's pissing me off, buddy. Have you launched the Waves Central? Program? That's the first thing I did, mate. And it was okay. like, and it was like, no, you're, all of these plugins can't be used. You've really? got to give us some money. Yeah, yeah. What the, what the hell is happening? This has got to be more than just you. It can't uh, just be happening I don't to know. you. I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean, maybe I haven't used them since my last OS update, but I feel like I update my OS so flipping rarely because, you know, I'm a, I'm a timid Timmy. I'm cautious. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me have a look at this. Well, yeah, it's not saying. Hang on a second. Let me just let me take a pause for a cause here. Oh, no, it's just I tried loading uh, Waves vinyl and it just crashed Ableton Live 11. Let me... Uh, <laughs> Hold on, could it... 10. Timmy, Timmy, could this be a Live 11 thing? Because I've been hearing all sorts of things crashing Live 11. Well, let me try it in Live 10, buddy, because I'm nothing if not fastidious. Is that the right use of the words? I think it's pronounced fastidious. Well, yeah, whatever. Um, 
Let's go Abbey Road Vinyl Stereo. Oh, it's loading in Live 10? Uh-huh. What? Oh, fuck yeah. I've, I've heard of it happening with a few plugins already that Live 11 is basically just... It's basically... I mean, I'm not going to say it's kryptonite to plugins, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> certainly not the plugin user's best friend right now. Okay, well, maybe I don't like... Maybe I don't... Okay, let me start this again. Are you going to sing it? Sing it this time. Maybe, baby... It's not waves that I hate. It's the fact that Live 11 doesn't really work with the plugins properly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you reckon? I think that's exactly right. I've heard of multiple plugins where this is happening, and it's always got to be the dev's problem. But no, Ableton Live 11 doesn't seem to have been thoroughly beta tested uh, with regard to plugins, maybe. So, I mean, I guess am I going to have to... <laughs> update my Waves licenses anyway to work with Live 11? Is that what's going to happen? Waves may have to do something or Live to, uh, Ableton themselves may have to do something, but a lot of things aren't working with 11. I don't know why, because I haven't seen it, anything this widespread with plugins suddenly not working in an updated door before, but it seems to be uh, causing problems all over the shop. Oh, well, it just means that I'm not going to be using my flipping Waves plugins, basically. So, yeah, they better, they better hope I don't find an alternative to to Waves Abbey Road Vinyl. Um, if anyone's got an idea of a good alternative, I'd love to hear it because it's a pretty good plugin, man. Yeah, I don't um, think there I, are other other vinyl plugins that exist. Well, at all. there there are, mate. But frankly, I don't think any of them are really as good as Abbey Road Vinyl. Though I tell you what, the distortion stuff in RC20 is pretty nice, mate. It's mm. pretty good. So maybe I'll I'll you know that seems to work basically. So maybe I'll have to see if I can get that to come close to what I was doing with Waves. But it's just annoying, man. What you really need, Tim, is a vinyl solution. No, <laughs> very, very awful. You're cancelled. You you might you might think that I'd just sample a vinyl. No, I want to make digital stuff sound vinyl. Mm. Um, okay, okay. Uh, do you want some yet more medium, <laughs> lukewarm music tech news? Run me through it. Drive it through my brain. Okay, Z-Plane Peel. Have you seen this? Have you heard no. about this? No, it's like... Like no. orange peel, like, uh, like that's exactly it peels it, your oranges for you while you're producing. Is it, is it a plugin that peels the orange and so the skin comes off all in one go, so you can sell a tape it back up and make it look like it's an orange again? Yes, it's hugely satisfying and it'll give you loads of vitamin C. No, what this is is a spectral editor plugin that looks exactly like something I'm pretty sure I saw in like 2012. Hmm. Where it's got like a kind of, in fact, would you like, would you like me to send you a link so you can look at it with your own goddamn eyes? That would be uh, revelationary. I'm looking at Google Images right now, which is probably a silly way to do it. No, don't do that, mate. Look at this. Look at this thing. Can you and try and imagine how it sounds by looking at the pictures? Yeah, let me have a look at this peel. Oh, it looks like the Windows flying through space screensaver. Yeah. Spatial spectral isolator EQ. Open your sound. With peel. Okay, so what I see is a, a graph with uh, frequency on the y-axis and left, center, right on the x-axis. 
the I don't know where panorama, if you will. I don't know where time is in this in this whole. Uh, it's thing. real time, baby. Real time. It's a real time plugin in your so DAW. It seems like what you're doing is drawing a um, EQ square or rectangle to exclude and include certain parts of the frequency spectrum across the stereo image. Have I got it? Have I got it? Do That's, I win? That is that is exactly right. And what you can do is that that selected area can either stop you hearing those bits or stop you hearing everything else. But I only I played for it with it for about 90 seconds. Uh-huh. And I felt like I couldn't work out how to do anything actually useful with it in that time. Yeah. Maybe it's the sort of plugin where you have to use it for more than 90 seconds. I don't know. But it does look like something that came out about 10 years ago. Does that ring any bells with you? Uh no, it doesn't, but it seems it seems utterly useless um i mean <laughs> well hey hey we don't know and Z plane are responsible for a lot of very powerful technology yeah yeah so i don't want to write don't want to write it off that that quickly i wouldn't but, want to i wouldn't want to have to let's say i was getting rid of the right side of my audio i wouldn't have to do that by drawing a square or if i was maybe monoizing my audio i wouldn't want to have to do that by drawing a square and also well, I, if i was filtering band passing high passing low passing i wouldn't want to do that by drawing a square i see what you're saying i mean it's it's chatting about you know get creative with your audio recording ensembles uh isolated oh, yeah. instruments i couldn't really see how to do that shall we um, shall we do shall we do the thing where we watch a video but for once it's me who's never seen the video go on then why don't you do it and i just won't do anything because i can't be asked what do you reckon open your sound i don't really want to do that Isolate, mute, and process a single interest instruments in the mix, as long as they're panned differently, I guess. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Use peel to get more out of your mixed audio and samples. Someone needs to have a look through uh, Google Fonts before they make a video. <laughs> Select audio from the spectral display to solo an instrument. It does yeah. seem that it just does what I thought it did and actually doesn't do anything else particularly exciting. It's a panny panny filter, isn't it? Yeah. Flip. To mute instead of solo your box. <laughs> mute your box, mate. Now I'm going to solo my box. I, I activate my box solo. <laughs> Oh, you can do some rooting with it. I guess that's something, right? This is really not that helpful. I mean, it could be creative, but so can a lot of things. I mean, yeah, we can do panning-y stuff and filtering-y stuff elsewhere, right? I guess it's nice to be able to, for once, visualize panning and the frequency spectrum together. I guess. But it's not gonna change the history of music is it gonna set the world on fire literally james no uh, also it's called peel so it's not really that uh mm. that attractive yeah okay you can isolate some things if they're really uh, yeah thin <laughs> i mean it's working to begin with it's working all right on their pre-prepared <laughs> audio <laughs> <laughs> oh dear okay well okay i'm peel. stopping 
I'm stopping too. Maybe peel goes in the compost, but maybe some people will find it pretty useful. Maybe. What do you think? Hey, look, it could be useful if you need that very specific thing, which you probably won't. How's that for a verdict? Yeah, do you know, I did something vaguely similar to this with like I isolated a sound in a sample using some panning and uh, EQ or whatever. But I did use peel to do it. I just used your regular shit. So, uh, yeah, I don't know about that, basically. <laughs> uh, do you want to hear some more more news, mate? The news keeps coming. Oh, well, Timmy, you are a, a gift that keeps on giving. And what you're giving me is news. <laughs> yeah, news. Um, Easter. Easter gift basket full oh. of news. Now, James, I have two spectrosonic stories for you. My what God. about that? I, I, uh, you know, I, it doesn't really make a difference until you tell me what they are, because the last one was quite boring. Okay, well, <laughs> these are pretty boring. Have they so released a plugin called Peel? No, they've released Omnisphere 3. It's free, Ooh. and it's uh, one piano sound. Uh, da, da, da. No, that's not true. Oh, That's, that's a little uh, April Fool. Actually, I'm going to segue into talking about April Fools. Did you see any of the April Fools in the music tech industry this week? I didn't, and I'm quite glad that I didn't, because it's always a bit sad. Uh, did anyone do anything interesting? No. No, well, no. They're all fucking shit, right? And I got, I got one. I got an email from a company on the first, and it was like, receipt for your order. And I was like, oh, fucking hell, has one of my accounts been hacked? So I clicked <laughs> it or whatever. And it was like, oh, it's, this is a receipt from the future or whatever. And it's like, okay, this is an April Fool. I immediately unsubscribed from that mailing list. People in marketing, <laughs> you want to do something quote unquote funny, try to do it so it doesn't shit your customers up. Okay. Anyway, that is, that is just a distraction from the Spectrasonics news. Now, the first thing is... They have made, now, hold on to your flipping pants, mate. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They have made some clarifications to the Omnisphere 2 user license, Oh, James. wow. Yes, that's right. Now, before... I feel like yeah, sorry, I'm, I'm standing at the crossroads of history watching uh, <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald cock his hey. uh, big gun and... <laughs> Standing on that grassy knoll. If you believe it was Lee Harvey Oswald, mate, you are a naive, naive fool. Now, <laughs> um, look, this is going to be very interesting to like one and a half of our listeners, okay? Spectrasonics have cleared up the matter as to whether you can use Omnisphere 2 to make soundware, right? Ah. And what it is, is if you're making something musical... That is, for example, a riff that uses, uh, you know, Omnisphere in some capacity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That counts as musical, and yeah. that's fine. Yeah. So you can use Omnisphere to do that stuff. Make a yeah. lovely solo lead, put that in your sample pack. What you can't use it to do is to make unmusical stuff, so that would be a one-shot. <laughs> so you can't just rip off... The, sa the sounds that have been lovingly recorded and sound designed for Omnisphere, which I think is fair enough. Well, that's pretty much how every how how it works anyway with everything and what you are and aren't allowed to do. Just they're, they see, it seems like they're clarifying the license agreement in order to make that completely I think, clear. I, 
No, I think before it, you kind of, I think people had the impression that you couldn't use, you couldn't use Omnisphere to even make a kind of a, like a lead line or whatever, basically. Uh, okay. So, yeah, and I guess it really will depend on the specific wording of the license for each product. So, mm. if you're a soundware person, just flipping get rinsing Omnisphere, because A, it's great, and B, because you can now. More, wait, you, wait, 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 you can? You can. Well, yeah, you can't You can't just do one-shots, but you can, as long as you're doing something that is ah, like Ah, you're more synthesizing something, yeah. Oh, no, you don't even have to be synthesizing. You can use, like, samples that use their audio data. It just has to be playing some music and not be one note. I see. Okay, okay. I thought you were saying that Soundware is out the window and that uh, using it for music is completely fine. But what no, you, mean... you could use it for Soundware. You can't just do a one-shot. Yeah, and you can't just grab a preset and record it, basically. You have yeah, to... But he... You have to be playing some, playing some music with it. You have to add some originality into it, basically, right? No, no, James. You're misunderstanding me. You could use the <laughs> presets as they are. You just have to not play more than one note, basically. Ah, okay. That's fair enough. I think Does... that, uh, that that's how it basically would have been if it ever went to court anyway. Well, who knows what a musicologist is going to say. But no, but I think people were feared to do that because it, it felt like the wording of the Spectrosonics license agreement was kind of, kind of gave, gave people the impression that Spectrosonics would take legal action if they were to use Omnisphere in any capacity in Soundware. But okay. that has been cleared up. Uh, that's fair enough. I, um, you're right. That is quite boring. But I, <laughs> I was, I was wondering if if something happened to really spark that, and there was some some huge fallout between different people. Or no, but the thing is, it's been it's been this way for ages now, like a decade or whatever. Uh-huh. So it's it feels like it feels like this change has come. You know, probably not soon enough, but hey, at least Spectrosonics <clears throat> have sorted this out now. So good on them, basically, for finally getting around to it. Better late than never for this constitutional reform. It, absolutely. Well, I find these laws, are, you know, the law, the Spectrosonics law is more important than the law of, say, the United Kingdom. So I'm pretty happy about this. So all hail King Eric. Also, we can <laughs> praise King Eric because he has deigned to release... The second version of their flipping um, Bob Moog tribute pack. Moog, as he says it. Don't know where he got that pronunciation from. The Bob Moog Tribute Library 2 for Omnisphere is out now, buddy. Is this by any chance in association with Moog music themselves? It's what's well, to do with the Bob Moog. It's go the money goes to the Bob Moog Foundation. Foundation, yeah, it's they're a very charity active. Charity deal, yeah, 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 yeah. So this is a charity pack. It's ninety nine dollar. If you if you bought the original version, you can update to the new one for free. It's from Nisphere, and hey, check out some of the names that have contributed to this. Have you heard of one? Hans Zimmer. Mm. Oh dear. Yeah, that's right. Um, Vince Clark's in there. Jean Michel Jarre, Ryuchi Sakamoto, your favourite. Wow. Danny Elfman. Yeah. You know, just an absolute. The Moog Cookbook, even who uh, we've played oh, yeah. on the show, I believe. Eric Persing himself. What an absolute wow. lad. Howard Scar, of course. John Lemcool. Mm. Oh, good, mm. good. Plugging Guru. So um, yeah, who else in there? 
Andrew Schlesinger. I don't know who that is. Uh, so, I um, feel like I do, but anyway. So, yeah, so there's dozens of people. It's 1,300 sounds for $100. So, I don't know, I might invest in it this time. I was feeling a bit tight 10 years ago when the original version came out. But now I reckon I've got $99 kicking about. Might uh, give some money to the kids. Yeah, to the, the Moog Foundation kids. And just just <laughs> happen to get yourself a bunch of primo sounds made by uh, a who's who of sound designers and composers. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I don't really use Moogie sounds a lot. So if they're... And I've, I've listened to some of the demos and they sounded... Um, they didn't sound just like your standard Moog shit. So uh, yeah, as long as there's some interesting stuff in there, some sparkly noises, mm. then, uh, then I'm up for it, basically. So that is the Spectrasonics news, buddy. Well, that has had me riveted on the edge of my seat with that, what was it, six on the Richter scale, did you say? <laughs> yeah, six, yeah. Barely a wow. six on the Richter scale. Do you want to hear some, just some, just some thoughts and ponderings <laughs> that I've had in, in my own life? Okay, okay, why not? Okay, I've, so James, you know that I love doing like testing my mix downs in crazy ways uh, well yep. not, cr- not you, crazy you ways like I like to push them to the extremes you like to attach them to a bungee rope and push them off the golden gate bridge you like yeah. to, to, to freeze them deep to minus 73 degrees centigrade and put them in <laughs> lock them in a vault in the middle of the desert <laughs> don't you that's right look if your mix downs don't translate to your phone while you're in the shower why are you even bothering to do anything at all, basically? That's that's my thinking on it. And you know that uh, a couple of months ago, I bought the flipping uh, Slate VSX, which I'm a big fan of, right? Yes, you are, very much. Um, so I was testing out some mix downs that I did using the VSX, and I went to test them on my stereo as well and mixed them up wild style in Tractor, and everything was fine. And then I tested... Then I listened to one of the tunes just on my laptop speakers. Mm-hmm. The snares sounded horrendous, James, and just awful. And they were antagonizing my ears with their awfulness. And it, got, in fact, it went, it got to the stage where I was like, I ended up redoing the entire tune basically because it sounded so flipping awful on my laptop. So I was like, right, I need to check out the laptop sound while I'm in the mix. I tried using my IMAX built-in speaker. I didn't get that horrendousness that I got for the laptop speakers. So I was like, okay, I've got a big audio interface. Surely there's a way that I can get it to do a special AUX output to the laptop. It turns out uh, with the Motu software, that is a pain in the goddamn ass. Uh, so uh. there's no, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to spend a load of money on a tutorial video to teach me how to use the flipping uh, built-in audio matrix routing stuff, which I'm not even sure we'd be able to do it that easily anyway. What I did, though, was got a flipping uh, aux out of the headphone output, yeah. routed that into an audio interface. I can monitor real-time on a flipping laptop, and then by pressing a couple of buttons, I can solo the laptop or solo my actual proper speakers so okay. i have a real-time solution and do you know what mate it i sounds feel like, you like want I- to 
great length to do this. Mate, I'm seriously, I, I really, really try so goddamn hard to get mixed downs that don't sound fucking horrible. And I feel like the ones where I use that, plus the VSX, plus testing them on the hi-fi, I've got some okay sounding mixed downs, finally. So that is a little tip. Yeah, try finding a way you can use your headphone output to plug your audio into something else and see how it sounds in real time rather than having to bounce your audio down, fucking chuck it onto a laptop, lug the laptop into another room, plug it into something else or whatever. Real time is the way what, to go, baby. So I'm what pretty happy an about that. incredible solution. I guess you've never heard of things like Dropbox or AirDrop or No, like it's that. a pain in the fucking ass, man. And also, my Dropbox has been full since we did that Music Tech podcast interview because all the files are in there. <laughs> so I can't even use Dropbox anymore, mate. And, right. even, so, and this, way, this way is much easier because you can do it in real time. You don't have to bounce it down uh-huh. and send the audio around. So yeah, so I'm feeling very pleased with myself. And that's working out real nicely for me. Also, in the world of Timmy plugins, I had a bit of a whine about Waves earlier. Now, this news will be obsolete by the time the podcast comes out, but flipping uh, Sooth 2 is on sale. I'm thinking about getting a discount upgrade, mate. What do you think about that? Uh, yes, uh, you enjoyed Sooth 1, did you not? I really did enjoy Sooth 1. I thought it I thought it did stuff that I realistically would not have been practical to do in another plugin. And the buzz on Sooth 2 seems real good. Uh, with a discount, I can upgrade for 35 quiddies. That's That's basically in my kind of 30 quid for a plug-in impulse purchase range. I don't buy plugins very often at all, but I feel like Soothe 2 is probably a good one to go for. So I might check out the demo, if I've got time, over the Easter holidays. I think you definitely should. Uh, it's, it's the one that basically sort of takes all the harshness and, and balances out any sound spectrally, is that right? Yes, buddy. And you know, I'm using a lot of breakbeats and a lot of them can have kind of these piercing, horrible, nasty sounding frequencies in there. Mm. Soothe One does a decent job of getting them out of there. If, if used too liberally, it can kind of neuter the sound a little bit, but used judiciously, then yeah, it, it is really useful in conjunction with a bunch of other fanning around that I do. So um, so yeah, so if you're if you're having trouble with harshness, and apparently Soothe 2, Soothe 1 was great for the high end and stuff and everything, apparently Soothe 2 is good for the low end as well. I mean, I don't really suffer from Ram. harshness in my low end. Rare indeed. I haven't really suffered from any low end harshness. My low end is silky smooth, James, as you know. Mm. So yeah, but I'm interested to see what it does. That's interesting, Tim. Uh, I think you should download the demo. Let me know when we next record, because it's something I was I keep hearing about and wanted to try for various reasons, but cannot be asked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's good. It, the thing is, it is one of those plugins that is kind of like, it's a little more subtle and you have to be pretty anal to really mm. care about it, basically. Also, in other news, just wanna, I just want to give a, a quick shout out to Binky the Wonder Muffin. So uh, cheers, cheers, Binky. 